Uh-huh. Man, I want to say what's up. This is your boy, Mike Tyson. I want to say thank you to the boys from Sports and More from the 604. You know, I'm just, I'm almost 60 years old now, man. I'm not no conqueror. <laughs> I'm no fight anymore. No Alexander. I just listen to these guys take care of my pigeons, man. So I want to say thank you to the boys, Sports and More. You're listening to RC and DB. Do it, my players. <laughs> Dude, none other than Iron Mike Tyson bringing us in. Welcome to another episode of Sports and More from the 604 DB. What's up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I never thought that we'd be introed by Iron Mike himself. Holy hey, shit, Hall man. of Famer. We made it. We've done it. Do 11. You, do you think he really has pet pigeons? Dude, it's a fact. Oh, it's a fact? It's a fact. Oh, it's like a known thing? Dude, on one interview, they're like, uh, so Mike, how many pigeons do you take care of? You're going to make get me into trouble with my landlord. <laughs> <laughs> Hundreds of pigeons. So, uh, so Iron Mike has like a legit pigeon collection. Hey man, he's a savant. He's a he's a pigeon. He's savant. One of those beautiful <laughs> minds. What can I tell you? Can I tell you something? I What's don't. Up? I don't mind pigeons. I hate crows. Interesting, man. Yeah. Because pigeons shit on everything, and crows are like your silent garbage collectors. Yeah, the, I guess maybe the shitting on everything is one thing, but I just I don't I just don't <laughs> mind pigeons. Like they seem very, um, you know, peaceful. I don't know, like when I, yeah, like when I walk by them, they get out of my way nicely. Like they're yeah. like they're polite. Yeah. A crow just fucking stands there in my way. Huh. And then you hear of all these reports, like crows, like during mating season, like attacking people. Oh, coming down from shit. the nest, man. They're vicious. Yeah, yeah, and they and they like dive bomb you. You know, dive bomb kamikaze stuff. I've never heard of a pigeon just about to attack the shit out of you. You know. You know what? Shout out to all of our pigeons out Shout there. Shout out to all the pigeons. <laughs> Keeping it real, <laughs> not pigeon bombing our asses. After 11 episodes, we've ran out of so much material. We're talking about <laughs> pigeons, man. <laughs> uh, this is Sports and More from the 604, episode 11, man. Episode 11. 11. This is dope. I like it, man. How you feeling these days? Feeling amazing, man. Yeah. We got a hell of an episode for you guys today. 11. We're going to cover a special dive into the beautiful game. 11 against 11, none other football. That's right. Soccer. Yeah. For the 11th episode, we're going we're gonna to track 11 on 11. Um, well, it, mind you, the National Football League is 11 aside as well. Interesting. But we talk NFL every week, all week. We'll, we'll touch on it a little bit. KTC is not with us in person. Shout we're gonna, out. We're going to shout out. We're going to go with the flat tire excuse again, but we will get him calling in. It'll be our first time with a call-in guest, and it's yeah. you know, none other than one of our, one of our hosts. But... We're going to call in KTC so that he doesn't miss on the pickums because he needs a chance to get back. He is desperately clawing for any chance of relevancy that he can find. Ugh. So, yeah, he's doing real bad. Been there. Been there. <laughs> hashtag NFL pickums. Hashtag SM604. We here. But you know what? Because I w- we were without you last week, RC, and, and, and you know we had KTC, we did a lot of football heavy talk. Yeah. And before we get into the beautiful game, I want to get into some hardcore basketball with you i know you want to talk about some yeah. fighting some fighting things as well we're going to get into that but i i did want to lead off with, with with hoops because we haven't led with the nba in in quite a few weeks and i think now you know we're we're um not quite 10 percent of the way into the season but like you know we're we're a good couple weeks in we're and starting to see what's up yeah we're starting to see what's up and mo- yeah. most teams are six or seven games into their year and and you know we're starting to s- you know, we're a little bit early still, but we're kind of starting to see what's really going on. Like, for example, the game of the night for me, I think personally, I think it should be the game of the night for for pretty much everybody, Mm -hmm. but particularly the game of the night if you're a Raptors fan. The last two undefeated teams in the NBA are facing off against each other tonight. 
We've got the 6-0 Toronto Raptors, hashtag we the North, going into Milwaukee, playing the 6-0 Milwaukee Bucks. Can you believe that the Bucks are 6-0? No. It's crazy, right? It is. Like they've been they've been a middling team for a couple of years now. And, and you know, what's the storyline been with the Bucks? Oh, you know, they've got Giannis, they've got some deep pieces, but they, they can't put it together. You know, Jason Kidd is not, you know, not a good enough coach. Well, they got a good enough coach now. Believe me. Right? Believe me. Well, they've been showing progress. They've got they got Mr. Mike Budenholzer, who, let's not forget, is only a couple years removed from taking that Atlanta squad that had, like, fucking yeah. Damari Carroll and Kyle Korver. They won 60 games. Teague. Yeah, Teague. They, won, they won 60 games, that team. And they had five All-Stars, I think. They had four at least. Yeah, they, they had... Carroll, Corver, T, Horford, and... They uh, had four, yeah, they had four. What's his face? Um, Corver. <sighs> Corver, Corver, Carroll, T, Corver. No, it's Horford. No, there's a, there's another... That Corver was center, there was a power forward there. Maybe we're missing one, but ah. in, in, in any case. But you know what I mean? Like, there, there was one week during that season when the Hawks won 60 games where all five of their starters were named the, the collective player of the week. You know, so it's... it's to, and that's coaching. A lot of that's coaching, you know? So to take that coach and give him the Greek freak and other long, lanky, two-way players like Chris Middleton, uh, Malcolm Brogdon, who, who won Rookie yeah. of the Year, that's going to be a good, well-coached team now, and we're seeing it with their 6-0 and record. So I'm really excited for that game tonight. A little bit of the shine has been taken off the star of tonight's game because the stars of tonight's game are not going to be in uniform. No Kawhi Leonard, no Giannis Antetokounmpo. What? Yeah, so Giannis is in is in concussion protocol right now, and Kawhi they're just resting him because they're on a back to back. They the Raptors play Philly tomorrow, Fair so they haven't. Kawhi hasn't played any um, back to backs in a row yet. He's only played one of back to back so far. Well, you think that's a big part of. Um, how you're going to see Kawhi be managed since his health particularly was such a big topic of his departure from San Antonio? I think for now they're, they're, take, they're playing the long game and they're taking it easy with him um, and t- for two reasons, right? One, he played nine games last year. You know, nine. Yeah, that, what's the rush to bring him what's back? What's the rush, right? And, so, so the, and the games that he has played this year, which of the six games he's played four of them or you know, this will be He's played five out of six or four out of six or whatever it is, yeah. right? He's played like 35 minutes a game, somewhere around like low low to mid 30s per game. That's a lot of that's a lot of work, and he hasn't shown any signs of wear and tear. Hasn't shown any signs of of any kind of personality. Re- <laughs> yeah, well, any signs of personality. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get that clip in in the pod, man. <laughs> Ka- Ka- Kawhi's laugh is, is is like the sound the Matrix make when you're trying to call out of it. You know, like when Neo picks up the phone, he's trying to get the operator to pull him out. That's that sound is Kawhi's Dude, laugh. Let's see. Not to, not to <laughs> sidetrack. You were on fire, man, for sure. Kawhi, what, has he shown any impediment? Like the games, the few games he's played, granted it hasn't been full intensity, but, you know, low-key, low-key, he already beat the Celtics. Yeah. And that's the big matchup. That's the big contender of the East. That's the, that's the big contender. They um they played the Wizards on a back to back. Kawhi missed that game as well, and they still handled the Wizards mm-hmm. with with Wall and Beal in the lineup. These Raptors are deep, man. It, it's it's crazy. I, I looked at their roster again today. Uh, you know, I know it by heart. But but it, the crazy thing is, they could be without four guys today. No Kawhi. No OG Ananobi, who's away from the team for personal reasons. Hopefully everything's all right. 
uh, and they possibly could be without DeLon Wright and Fred Van Vliet. Those are four, I mean, one superstar and three key rotation players, mm -hmm. right? You know the crazy thing, dude? They still go seven deep with with actual legit rotation players. I mean, the bench goes deeper than that, but they still go seven deep after those guys are out. You still got Kyle, JV, Serge, Danny Green, uh, Norm Powell, uh, like you still got all these guys, CJ like Miles, who can come up, step up, and contribute. It's amazing to me how they don't lack that depth. You know what I mean? No, no, no. That, that's the crazy, crazy thing. So I'm looking forward to that game. It'll be a little bit, you know, less with with the two stars not being in there. But one of these teams is still going to be undefeated by the end of tonight at, with a seven and zero record, and that's saying something. So watch out for the Bucks, man. I think everyone knew about the Raptors, but watch out for the Bucks. You know, yep. like, could they be kind of inserting themselves into that Toronto, Boston, Philadelphia conversation and saying like, hey, like we're, we're gunning for one of these top three spots as well. And they were already a pain in the ass last playoff run. Four teams, um, Toronto ran into them, didn't they, in the, in the playoffs last year? Uh, Toronto ran into them. Um, Kicked them out, I believe. Yeah, oh. was that last year? That was, no, that was two years ago. That was two years ago where they, they beat the Bucks in six. Last year, they beat the Wizards in six, and then they lost to the Cavs in the second round. Two okay. years ago, they beat the, the Bucks in six, and they lost to the Cavs in the second <laughs> round. <laughs> Everything stops with the Cavs, but you know what? With, the, with their 0-6 six, oh six record now, Cleveland, and they just lost Kevin Love for what looks like it could be a month. They, oh, Cleveland's, they go nowhere. Cleveland's tanking to get a couple of draft number one draft picks see if they can get LeBron back in 6 years. Did you hear what um did you hear what Tristan Thompson said though before the season started? I don't Just listen some to I don't listen to nobody's but tell me. I like look <laughs> I tr I try to represent for all the Canadian players that That's are right, in the he league is Canadian. right now. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's, from, he's from Brampton actually. Shout out shout out Brampton Ontario. Yeah. I'm going to be there in a couple weeks. But um I cannot rep this guy no more. Really? I, I cannot stand behind Tristan Thompson. Like he's just like Justin Bieber to me. Like U.S., USA, America, our friends of the South. If y'all want those two guys, y'all can have them. Uh, yeah. Tristan Thompson before the season started was up on. I mean, whatever. He was up on his bullshit, but he, he's like, you know, we're still the Eastern Conference champs, and and <laughs> and, 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 he, and, and he's like, it's, he's like, it's, he's the Eastern Conference still comes through us. And you know what he said? He's like, Boston, they lo he's like, we beat you guys in five. He's like, Philly, y'all guys couldn't match up with us. Toronto, you know how that story goes, is what he says. <laughs> and here they are at 0-6, and they just lost their star player for a month. I want to know what Tristan Thompson has to say about, about the Eastern Conference right now. Oh, man, I'm, I'm sure he's just begging for a trade. What else can you do? You know what I mean, though? Cats? But, like, just come on with that shit, man. Like, you could easily just say, hey, look, you know, we did lose our star player. We're going to compete hard. We are the Eastern Conference champs, and we're going to try our best to, to no. hold up to that. But you don't got to say something like, until further notice, we're the Eastern Conference champs, and y'all got to go through us. Well, guess what, guys? On opening night, the Raptors went right through y'all. So... Yeah. You know. I mean, you can have as much of that Kool-Aid as you want. You delusional. Yeah, exactly. So, you are. Exactly. so, so that's that, man. Um, LeBron is off to a, a two and four record with the Lakers. Uh, I don't know if you've seen much in the way of Laker games. I saw the San Antonio game and I fucking yeah. loved your boy, former rap. Yeah. DeMar DeRozan step up and just bury them. I I, I love the Spurs, man. Yeah. I'm a big Spurs fan. System love the Popovich way. The Popovich um, way it is an actual way. It's a system, yeah. man. It, it's yeah. a real thing. Like, look no further than than, than Demar Derozan, and, and I'm 
I'm a little bit disappointed, but not really because we got Kawhi Leonard and he's he's, he's a much better oh, player you, than you, Demar will ever be. Raptors won that trade, but no, no, we did. But 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 look at the way Demar is playing. He's playing at least right now, a small sample size, but he's playing better than he ever did with the Raptors, dude. He's 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 already he's already had um, two different games where he got 14 assists, a career high. And he got 12 rebounds in another game, which I think was a career high. And in both of those games, he was still he was still draining the rock, right? So the points are still there, the shooting is still the the mid range. It's this it's all still there, but now he's really become more of a complete player in Pop's system. And Pop ha doesn't look like he's shying away from featuring him in oh, the offense. All, it all. looks like it's actually flowing through Demar Derozan right it's now. It's flowing through him, but he also has to bring into the game Big LA. Lamarck Saldridge on the But they fit really well, and don't they? they? Fit, I mean, they they're fit both, really good. They're both good passers. They're both range shooters. So they open up that D and they can both penetrate. And of course, you got the entire. You know, you got Patty Mills. You got Rudy Gay. You got Rudy Gay. You got a variation of, of weapons to throw at them. And, but back to your question. Yeah, LeBron, 4 and 2. Yeah, you know, the guy's legit, man. He's. This has nothing to do with, with um, his performance, but how the Lakers are built. And. Um, the Lakers are a team that's built to maybe make it to 500, like you said. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm I'll be happy to take KTC's money at the end of the season. Yeah. He's uh, for those who weren't listening to the last episode, KTC and I have a friendly little wager that um, he's taking the Lakers to have home court advantage in the first round of the playoffs, meaning one through four. I'm taking the rest. I'm taking five through wherever yeah. the fuck else they finish. So you're not making it. And, you know, my, yeah, they're not going to make one through four. I, and I've said at the beginning of the season, I see them finishing seven or eight. The way they're playing right now, they may not make it at all. And could you imagine if a LeBron James team, doesn't matter who his teammates are, but can you imagine a world in which LeBron James doesn't make the playoffs? Well, I can't. No. But then I ask you, can you imagine... A world where it would make sense for the Lakers to acquire the top star in basketball yeah. and not make the playoffs? Well, I, I think it's the long game with them, right? I mean, he, he signed the four-year contract. They know they've got him for at least three of those four years. He's got a player option at the end of it. Like that That's a commitment that LeBron never gave the Cavs when he went back for his second stint. When he came back to the Cavs after he left one Miami, year? Was it, a one it, year? It, was, it was always one-year deal with a player option. And he would always opt out of the player option and sign another one plus one, right? That's what KD just did um, in, in Golden State. He's been signing one plus ones, right? So everyone thinks, okay, well, when's this whole Golden State act going to wear thin? And that's actually what I wanted to talk with you about next. It looks like DeMarcus Cousins is a heck of a lot closer than people thought he was in the, in the offseason. He's practicing with the team. He's legit He's getting kicked out of games, too. He's getting kicked out of games. Fuck, dog, you ain't yeah. even playing. You're already that, getting kicked hey, out of dog. That just means the juices uh, the juices for Boogie are yeah. flowing. Well, his Boogie, hormones, and he's a hormonal motherfucker. Boogie's got something to prove, and I feel like the system that Golden State has set up is going to allow Boogie to prove what he needs to prove, but not sort of break that system that they have, that mm -hmm. next man up, that sh spread the love, share the rock, you know, the op like pass up a good shot for a great shot, right? Mm -hmm. So with Boogie practicing and, you know, they even asked him, I think some of the beat reporters asked him, uh, hey, like, are you going to be coming back, you know, before Christmas here? And he just smiled. That was his, that was his, <laughs> so he's going to be back soon. Like, let's, let's say, let's just even say sometime in December, he's going to be back, right? 
when that happens and you know i think it's assumed that golden state is the you know the assumptive winners the, the favorite they're the cool. number one beyond seed. the favorite like i think it's it's almost a done deal that they're going to win it unless something catastrophic happens with the, like is this it is this the end of 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 the era because you know after you have five all nba players on the court at one time like how much fucking further can you possibly go right and, and what yeah. what more is left to do what more is left to prove and i almost wonder yeah. now if if some of those players namely clay or or more likely KD do they feel like hey we're we're a dynasty we've established it we're going to have four championships of the in the last 5 years which is what it'll be if they win this season four out of five is crazy is it does 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 a, a guy like KD suddenly think okay i have nothing else to prove i've won finals mvp twice maybe he'll win it a third time if he wins it if the, if he wins it this year i'm going to go now be the guy again and I and I and I don't need to worry about rings because I've already got a fucking handful of them. So that's why a team like the Knicks might sound really appealing for a guy like KD, right? Yeah, the Knicks, the Wizards, whoever can pay him max dough. Well, anybody's gonna pay him max dough. But but I think what's really interesting now is not so much when is the band in in, in Golden State gonna break up because they could stay together if they wanted to. I think we're reaching a point now where it's like. Are they gonna feel like all right, guys? Like let's do something else now. Like we've done what we need to do. Like are the players gonna wanna, you know, move on? And and it will happen at some point, whether it's forced or whether they decide to. And from what I've you know been reading and hearing about, um, a lot of GMs are particularly focused on next year's free agency a lot earlier than they normally would. Yeah. Like we're at the beginning of this yeah. season, and yeah. they're already thinking of summer nineteen. Uh, free agency because of the anticipation that this could be the end of the ride for the Warriors, right? So, who is going to be lining themselves up to be the team to beat next year post Golden State, yeah. right? Is it like, and you've got teams like Houston, Boston, Philly, possibly a Toronto if Kawhi resigns. You've got teams like this that are thinking, hey, we don't have to win this year to be doing the right things right now. If KD or a Clay or a whatever leaves Golden State next year, all of a sudden it's up for grabs, baby, and and the NBA is going to be wide open in a way it hasn't been in in you know almost a decade. So I think that's going to be really interesting. It's kind of monitoring how how that whole process goes this year, and and seeing what kind of decisions teams are going to make with not necessarily this year in mind, mm-hmm. but next year. Yeah, man. I mean, they they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to lock into their prospects, and how soon can players actually start committing for next year? Well, players can sign extensions with their current teams, mm-hmm. but a player cannot commit to another team until until July one. Fair enough. Um, so we're talking a lot of firm offers, a lot oh of yeah. firm bids. A there's, lot there, of there's a lot of there's a lot of hashtag you know quote unquote no tampering going on, but everybody's talking yeah, to everybody. Yeah. It's like it's like college sports. Like all these athletes are quote unquote not paid but the big the big you know five star recruits they're getting their SUVs for their moms and grandmas and I, I and, and I'm firmly on the side of the students that's another issue for another day I actually wanted to spend a whole pod on, uh, on the NCAA talking about that and, and we will do that one day but like give the kids their money man NCAA if, if y'all are listening pay the kids pay the kids man 
<laughs> Straight up. I think that I think that's enough for for ball that's talk no for now. Yeah, that was some good hoops. But I'll be watching that Raptors and Bucks game. It actually started 18 minutes ago, but um, you know what? Through the magic of the podcast, you know, you guys we'll, can catch it later. We'll pick you guys up on some other <laughs> random time. All right, man. So that wraps up Hoop Talk on SM604. Yep. Hashtag, Hashtag SM604. You Hoops. It. You got it. And we're going to go into the combat zone. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, step into the step into the octagon. We're going to step into the squared circle. Yeah. Any kind of uh, any kind of ring where combat sports are taking place. RC, yeah. you're gonna you're gonna take us into the world right, right if now. If you're getting leather swung at you and fucking there's blood saliva coming out, it's gonna be covered in SM604. <laughs> Topic number one, we got. Yeah, because the there was there was both. You wanted to talk about something with yeah. boxing and something yeah, MMA related today. Right? Both worlds, right now, have heavyweight standoffs going down. Okay, so I'm gonna take this one at a time. We're gonna go first to. The classic, the ring. All right, we're going to go to the ring, the world the, of boxing. The squared circle. We got the, the bronze ropes. bomber, Deontay Wilder, American gold medalist, just a knockout machine, undefeated. Undefeated, eh? Facing the one of the most interesting characters in all of boxing, the Gypsy King, Tyson Fury. Oh, I've heard of this guy. Dude, Tyson Fury is a freak of nature. Really? Okay? This, uh, first of all, Deontay Wilder, he's 6'7". Wow. Okay? That's, that's really tall for a Tyson boxer, Fury yeah. is 6'9". Wow! And Tyson Fury is undefeated, and he last fought at 27. He's around 30 years old. These guys fight heavyweight, I assume? They fight heavyweight. Yeah. They're going to fight off. Um, it's going to be in Las Vegas. But this is going to be... Basically, Tyson Fury was the last guy to beat Klitschko when Klitschko was champ. So he's the linear champion, retired, went into depression, ballooned up to 400 pounds, attempted suicide, completely like was fell it? off the face of the earth. Was after this Klitschko? No, uh, Tyson Fury. Oh, this guy This guy was 400 pounds? He ballooned up to 400 pounds. Oh, shit. He went into depression. This was after he won the belt. Oh, shit. After he beat Klitschko. So he turned around his life. The Gypsy King, he calls himself. Yeah, yeah. And now he's fighting Deontay Wilder, who, in the meantime, those three years he took off since he was beat Klitschko, went on to just absolutely mop the floor with everybody he's faced. The, field, yeah. the only other heavyweight that is a is is worth mentioning in the top is uh, Anthony Joshua. Yeah, he yeah, is yeah. the British champion. The guy looks like he's never lost a weigh-in in his life. Just jack shredded to the bone, right? Really. He always fights in Wimbledon, like big European draw kind of fighter. But he's playing the long game. They're they're keeping him nice and cozy. It's a cash cow. They're looking at, at setting him be. up for eight fights, not setting him up for the next two. Yeah, yeah. However, Deontay and Tyson, they don't have the time. They don't have. They, they're not paying no long game. They don't. Deontay's not popular enough, and Tyson Fury's not relevant enough anymore. Right. So they want to fight now. They're gonna fight now, and that's the, a fight to watch: the Gypsy King against Deontay Wilder. Oh, wow. So when, uh, when's this one going down? Fuck. You you call me black, but I think it <clears throat> must be like the first half of November. Okay. Um, we can probably uh, Google this here on the side, but um, that's the big ring talk right now. 
Interesting. Covered here. We're going to break it down closer to the fight as always. Yeah. Stay tuned. SM604 hashtag combat zone. <laughs> and let's now, it's time. Yeah, take us into the octagon, RC. In the octagon. Take man. us into the octagon. None other than your boy. Oh, my. Derek the Lewis. Black the Beast. Black Beast. I, I was hoping you were going to talk about this Dude, guy. My, man. my My new favorite fighter in mixed martial arts, the Black Beast. Derek, Derek, uh, why'd you take your shorts off? My balls are hot. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I, I, I don't even care if he's wildly out of shape or says some things off the cuff. That's why I'm watching him. Yeah, man. You know, it doesn't even matter how he fights to me. Although he, he does seem like just a straight up, I'm going to take as many on the chin as you can give me. And I'm just going to land one and that one will, will drop you. And that's, that's how he it. fights. He, if there's time left on the clock and there's distance between his right hand and yours that can be shortened. Yeah. He's in the fight. Yeah, 100%. And that last fight against that Norwegian fucking building that they put against him. Yeah. Um, that was insane. And I, I had it for he, the... He, he, he had given up at least six inches in that fight. Yeah. At least. Yeah. And your boy Derek Lewis cuts weight to make 265 heavyweight. Unbelievable. You know he's walking in around 300, 310 pounds in those fights. But anyway, man, the Black Beast, how, how much number time one contender. Do, 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 um, do MMA fighters get the same amount of time between uh, weigh-ins and the fight to put back on the weight? Because boxers get like 24 hours, right? Yeah, it's it's around 30, 36 hours. 36 hours, right? Somewhere in there. So are you saying that a guy like Derek Lewis is, is cutting weight and putting on about 30 to 40 pounds in, in a 36-hour period? I mean, I'm, I'm probably talking out of my ass, but yeah. I want to say a good 20. Yeah, I would say, yeah, yeah, 20 to 25, yeah. which is still an unbelievable amount of weight to cut and then put back on yep. in the span of, of a day and a half. And they, you know? they're pros at it. Right? They're pros. I mean, like, it's it's hydration, yeah. uh, change their diet, tweak it so that yeah. you just balloon up and then recompensate. But um, the, the story here is you got the number one contender, the Black Beast, and then you got his opponent, Daniel DC Cormier, the first ever light heavyweight and heavyweight champion of the UFC, Olympian wrestling phenom, the coach of Cain Velasquez, who was one of the most dominant heavyweights in history. He trains Khabib Nurmagomedov, not all his whole life, but currently they train together, and DC is the wrestling authority at that gym, at the American Kickboxing Academy. He's going to defend his heavyweight belt for the first time against Derek Lewis. So we are going to see sparks fly, man, because DC has a legacy in mind. He's one of the most charismatic, dominant, talented, just best athletes the UFC has yeah, yeah, come yeah, across. Yeah, yeah. And he's fighting against the epitome of, like, the beast, the you don't know, the risky business, right? The... The machine. I don't. I don't even know how to sell you this fight. It's the. It's ferocity and that wild and punch finesse, right? against the most disciplined yeah. wrestler, yeah. tried and true, grill, grit, take you down, destroy. He beat Anderson Silva. I think Daniel Cormier destroyed Anderson Silva. Yeah, and I think these this this next period for the UFC is really important in light of what went down with with Khabib and and, uh, and Conor McGregor and how the UFC comes out of this from a marketing perspective is going to be really important so getting some of these um, secondary fighters kind of into the limelight I think yeah. is, is, gonna, is is probably a huge priority for them. Oh, well, they're diversifying yeah. on all of their I portfolio would, fighters right? Because so. yeah. if Conor who was the poster boy arguably took a little bit of a dive mm-hmm. 
Fever shit took a little bit. Why haven't we heard from GSP lately? Because he, he won his fight when he came back. Because they haven't agreed to... To let him fight more? They, they haven't agreed to his division and his opponent. Oh. So you will not hear... It'll get the most silent. Like right now, we all wonder. We all yeah, want GSP. I, I want to know where he's at. Yeah, because you're you're the you're the 185 linear heavyweight. Sorry, 185 linear champion. You beat Michael Bisping, uh-huh. but you retired from the division and said you were only going to fight at 170. That's right. At 170, you got your boy Tyron Woodley, who has wiped out the competition. I think he's going to go against Kobe Covington next. But that's a uh, that's just boring. The welterweight division is dead. Nobody wants to see that. Nobody shit. wants to see some snor- snooze fest. Right, and I but get then you that. got GSP, who invented the snooze fest, but he has a he has a personality then that you were going to follow. You're going to follow him even if he's fighting boring or fighting exciting because he's George <laughs> St. Pierre. And fuck, I love GSP. So yeah, we all like a little GSP. He, man. he doesn't like fighting, you know. No, that's why he gets paid. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, man? I, on that note, I think it's it's uh, it's a good time to move on from from the fighting. But this is a good recap, man. I think yeah. there's some interesting things happening. We don't have the big star power in the fight world coming up here, but you know there there could be some interesting storylines to oh, follow. Yeah. That's this, combat zone for you guys. This is Sports and More Six Hundred Four Episode Eleven. Uh, next thing we're gonna do is is uh. Uh, first time trying this out, we're going to be having one of the three Stooges, one of our three stars, co-host, KTC, calling in, making his NFL pickums. He needs to redeem himself. We're going to be doing that right after this. Don't. All right, here we go. Hashtag SM604. This is episode 11. We got it. We're ca- We got KTC calling in. Just mailing it in and not here in person but he still wants to get his pickums in mr ktc how you doing brother i'm doing good man but it doesn't matter where i am we're we're, we're always going to be live <laughs> we are always going to be live the yeah. mics are hot ktc is live he could be anywhere in the world right now but he's here with us so we appreciate you brother um let's not waste any time man we're gonna we're gonna get right into this we're not gonna recap last week uh, y'all know what happened. The NFL is the beautiful game. I love it. This week's pickums, and we got a few interesting ones. Um, let's start with uh, the the Thursday nighter that's gonna be coming up here this week. You know, KTC, I'm not even sure if I know it off by heart, man. But which one is the Thursday nighter coming up here? Do it's, you know? It's the Raiders and the Niners. It that's could be the right. Worst game of all time. That's right. It's and gonna. We, ha- we have it on Thursday. Yeah, it's gonna be a shitty, shitty game, but we have to, uh, we have to stick with it, man. Um, the the Niners are actually the favorite in this game. It it is in San Francisco, but the one and seven Niners are a three and a half point favorite at home against the Raiders. Um, since we don't know who won the week, yet, oh, actually, no, I I won the week, didn't I? Or did we tie? I think well, we're tied so far, but I guess we're your defending champ, so it's still honor. Your okay. honor. Okay, so I guess my, my pick first then? Oh yeah. Okay, okay, cool. Um yeah, so the uh so the the, the, the Niners are, are a three and a half point favorite in San Fran. Um this is an interesting one, even though it's it's gonna be a, a team <laughs> of just shit teams. Um uh, because San Fran with Bethard, they've they've kinda like he hasn't been a complete catastrophe. But it's still San Fran and the Niners, and they don't have any pieces. Um, you know, kind of line that up against the Amari Cooperless Raiders, who might possibly have a little bit more consistency with they with they know their targets now. Like Jared Cook is going to be a featured receiver. 
Um, I really don't know. I really don't know how to how to cover this one, bro. But I just don't have any faith in the Niners, and and I think the the Raiders can probably can probably go in and steal one here. And there might be quite a few Raiders fans in the crowd since it is you know it is in the Bay Area. This is a battle of the Bay. Um, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Raiders to um, plus the points, plus the three and a half, and and I see this one uh, probably being a close game. But I think the Raiders will probably win it straight up. Hey, TC, who you got? Man, this game just has just has terrible, terrible letters written all over it. I think both these teams are are trying to find a way to lose this game so they can secure the first overall. I think whoever loses this game will get the first overall. To be honest with you. I think the Niners will tank a little bit harder than the Raiders. Give me, give me the Raiders and those points. Raiders and the points for KTC. All right, so we're so we're on the same page there. That's that's good to know that we're me and KTC will be, yeah, actively paying attention to the worst game of the year. Um, okay, so what do we got next here? We've got the Sunday Nighter, which is significant, significantly more exciting, especially if you're especially if you're KTC. We've got the New England Patriots hosting one number twelve Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. This one's this one's interesting in the sense that um, the Patriots are, are quite a big favorite, I would say, against an Aaron Rodgers team. Although it isn't Foxborough, so maybe it's not that surprising. But the Pats are a six and a half point favorite. Uh, KTC, what you got in this one? And, and you know what? I, I'm I'm curious to see if it's going to be a homer pick or if you're going to give Aaron Rodgers a little bit of respect here. Man, this game is quite the opposite of a Thursday game, isn't it? Hey? No doubt. Yeah, it, you got you got the most talented quarterback against the best quarterback. I think the NFL had this game highlighted as the game of the year. I don't think it's going to live up to the hype anymore because Green Bay just isn't as strong as. We thought they would have been uh, heading into this game at the beginning of the season, but I gotta go with the homer pick, man. I can't bet against when at home. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's the Pats for KTC. You know what? I'm for the second game in a row here. I'm I'm gonna agree with you, um, only because I feel like if this game was at Lambeau. I, I, I have enough faith in like Roger's magic that he'd be able to keep it close and do something exciting. Um, and, and it's not that I don't think he will do anything exciting. You know, he's got that potential. But in Foxborough, that home field advantage, I think, is what would tip the scales in the favor of the Patriots to get that touchdown lead. This could easily finish as a field goal game, and I won't be surprised if it does. But the Patriots really are starting to get it rolling. Plus, I'm, I am also expecting that Sony Michelle is going to be back. And, and between Michelle and James, Wright, James White, they do have a good backfield. Tonight's going to be interesting, and I know you're you're watching the game right now, KTC. Um, uh, you know, we're, we're, we are rolling as we speak, man. How how's how's uh, how's Kenjin Barner playing? He's not even in, man. He's not even going to get any playing time. Okay, so there you go. So Sony Michelle being back next week, I think, makes a big deal. Um, you know, they're discipl- they're disciplining Josh Gordon for the first quarter of this game. Let's see if that kind of keeps him on the straight and narrow. Uh, I'm going to agree with you. I, I say New England covers a six and a half, um, but barely. So we're on the same page there. And then we got the um, we got the Monday nighter. Uh, this one this one's you know probably nothing to phone home about as well. But we've got the Cowboys, America's team, <laughs> America's America's fucking team, hosting the Tennessee Titans. And the Cowboys are a six and a half point favorite. Uh, they're a touchdown favorite in Dallas. 
Uh, I guess this one's on me this time. Um, yeah, I don't know. These are the, again, these are these are two more teams that I have absolutely zero faith in whatsoever. <laughs> um, but uh, in, you know what? I, I normally wouldn't have any faith in, in the Cowboys to cover a, a touchdown lead, and I'm not really sure which way to go on this one. But I'm gonna say, oh man, I'm gonna say. Um, Oh, you know the you know the other interesting thing about these two teams? These two teams haven't played against each other in in over four years. Uh, the, the Titans and the Cowboys haven't played against each other since 2014, so we don't really have yeah. any anything like that to lean on. Um, well, they're in different conferences, man. They only see each other once every four years. Exactly, exactly. So this yeah. is this this is that time. Cool. This is that time, and I, you know what? I'm gonna ah shit, man. I don't know. I don't know. You know what? Fuck it. I I just I don't like the Cowboys, so I'm gonna go with the Titans to Titans plus the points. I'm gonna say it finishes within a touchdown. What do you say, KTC? <laughs> Damn. Oh man, you just took my. Pick, are we gonna Are we gonna agree on all three this week? Boring. That is fucking, that is boring. fucking boring. Yeah, man. but come on, give the people something. Just disagree. Oh, I can't take the Cowboys either. I know. Fuck the Cowboys. Fucking Cowboys either. I, was, I knew we were going to have the same picks. I was hoping you were going to take the Packers, but... No, I can't that do it. That would have been our only game, but fuck. I'm, I'm just going to have to stick it out and stick with the picks I was ready for and take the time as well. All right, man. Well, hey, listen, it's okay. We we, we agree. At least we're on the at least we're on the same page for one week. So we're not we're not competing against each other, but we're just both competing for pride. So you know it is what it is. Uh, but before the before we let you go, KTC, I just want to tell everybody uh, through eight weeks of the season, uh, twenty four pickums have been made. I am holding on to my target of five hundred. I'm at twelve and twelve. Mister KTC is at a Hold your lunch and don't puke it up. Nine and fifteen against the Vegas spreads. Man, I think I know why you didn't show up today, KTC. <laughs> hey, we're, hey, we're just past the two-minute warning this season, man. We still got another half to play. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not too worried. Fair enough. And one more time before we let you go, we do not condone illegal gambling. We nope. don't support it if it is illegal wherever you are gambling from. However, Mr. KTC, what is it? Funny. It's a lock, baby. You can take these to the bank, and it, we all we agree on the same one. So you, I think you can take all three to the bank. Take them to the bank this week, boys. KTC, KTC, you hear me? Yo. I want to take one moment, man. I I did not make it to lucky number ten, the double digits last week. We all celebrated our tenth episode, and I just want to do a on the air acknowledgement here to my boys. Brought you guys gift. I come bearing presents. You're not gonna see this today, live KTC, but my boy DB. And oh KTC, shit! No way. We got some Vancouver Grizzly memorabilia. Mr. RC brought in oh. some old school Vancouver Grizzlies toques and memorabilia, bro. Oh. I love it. So that's I love for you it. boys to keep Let's having, a, stay, stay stuck during the winter. Hashtag bring the Grizzlies back. Congratulations, yes. SM60410 episode. We in the double digits, KTC. We in the double digits. Buddy, we good, man. All right, Mr. KTC, we're going to let you go, but we appreciate you calling in, man. We'll catch you on next week's pod, episode 12. All right, appreciate the time, boys. All right. Later. 
So that was KTC making his picks. Man, that was boring. He agreed with me on all three. All three. Ah, right? man. Thank you to our sponsor, Carlos Slim and Telmex, for providing the infrastructure to make that <laughs> nationwide <laughs> phone call. That was fun, man. So I, I, that was about it for all the all that stuff. We're going to get into the beautiful game, and we're going to wrap up the pod here. RC, I, I think beyond the, the Grizzlies, too, because you got a little bit more in store for us, don't you? Tonight, tonight is going to be a special episode. We're going to bring you guys a trip around the world. Are you ready for this, DB? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Take me there. Let's do this. All right, SM604, it's your boy RC. I know a lot of y'all been getting y'all requests, you know? Some of you listen to the podcast maybe on your commute home. I know a lot of you listen to it Maybe in a more intimate setting. Maybe you're back at home. Maybe you got a bottle of wine. You know, maybe you just had a nice little bath. Maybe you touch yourself. <laughs> no, man, this is just dedicated to everybody out there. Thanks for listening to SM604. Spice it up. Bring some Spanish guitar for you guys. Play off today's episode. Thank you for listening. SM604. Lay it on the people, man. Holy shit. I'm not even going to say anything. Mr. RC, just bringing some real actual talent into the booth. I'm just going to leave it at that, man. This is Sports and More from the 604, bringing you guys something a little special. Episode 11, we appreciate you guys. Hashtag SM604, at Sports and More 604. Uh, give us your feedback. We, we, we've been hearing from a lot of people actually so far, and we, we're really, really enjoying the feedback, and, and we thank you guys for it. So keep on tuning in. Leave your feedback. Uh, let us know what you want to hear about, and we'll catch you all catch y'all next week. And I think RC is going to ride us out here on something special again. See you all later. Mm-hmm.